Hi, I'm Nicole Ebanks. I'm the host of Soul and Substance, the podcast. I'm also a journalist and a blogger, and I'm going to carry you through conversation where we're going to talk about those in-depth topics, those topics we're all afraid to talk about. I can guarantee you transparency, honesty, and pure realness because the perspectives come from my own celebrities, locals, and you especially. Soul and Substance starts right now. Last time on Soul and Substance. So welcome, Greg, to the show. Thank you for having me. But also the other part of atheism or the definition of it is, you know, believing if there's an existence of a God. Right. Do you believe that part? No, I do not. At one point I realized I'm just talking to myself. Like I, I heard a speaker, you know, say like, you know, people are so in search of God and you know all this other stuff but they don't realize that god is is in your head how does she feel about you being an atheist <laughs> she don't know it <laughs> and now she doesn't know yeah <laughs> and you hear us talking so confidently how come mama don't know i just feel it would it would she know now <laughs> <laughs> yes if she ever listens yes Uh-oh. um you know it just I'm figuring out ways to approach her about it and ways to talk to her about it and ways that wouldn't damage our relationship too much. Yeah. And my mother loves me no matter what, you know, she, but I do want to present it in a way that's respectful of her and respectful of how she raised me. I don't want her to think that anything that she did or anything that she didn't do turned me off from it or that it was her fault in any way. It's just, you know, it was a personal choice for me and that's how I view the world. And, you know, that's just, how I've come to, uh, you know, be as a person. And so, you know, I'm still trying to figure out how to present it, present it to her in the softest, kindest, loving way. <laughs> how do you predict she'll take it? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Like, for most things, I can predict how my mother would act or say or do something, but I, I, I truly don't know. I think she would be quiet for probably the first five minutes because my mother is a digestive thinker she has to digest mm, what you just process. said um before she responds and that actually makes people upset sometimes like, like if they're right like if they're bad or if they're experiencing a high level emotion like sadness or anger or excitement or something and she's not responding you know some people can get upset about that but what she's doing is digesting it and thinking through her thoughts before she says something because uh, her her motto that she's passed down to me has been think beyond the moment. And so when she says that, she means like, th- think even beyond how you're going to respond to something. Think how the person can take it. Do they have the capacity to take it that way? Do they have the understanding to take it how you mean it? And so she really tries to tailor her words. And so that's why she kind of is solemn at first when people first tell her something. Um, so yeah, that's our prediction probably be, uh, uh, and then she'll say, well, you know, <laughs> you know what I believe, you know, I believe God is what you got and everything written in the Bible is true. And I believe there's a heaven and hell and I don't want you to go to hell. And so that, that's probably what she'll say. 
Um, and so, well, she sounds sweet about it. Like I, I know that's your interpretation <laughs> of it. Right. She could take it a whole nother level. Yeah. But um, I think you know it's worth having a conversation very soon. And you never know, mamas know everything, so she yeah. probably she probably never know. She she probably knows because anytime she's mentioned religion or praying or things of that nature in the past four or five years, I kind of just be like, yeah, 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 or just go s- silent and. She knows. She probably knows already. Um, I just haven't come out and said it to her. So quickly, so you just mentioned like, okay, so she'll reference certain things like prayer and the like. Yeah. When you hear that in general from other people, do you kind of frown up or, you know, I think about when we were talking, was there anything that was mentioned, you know, in general that kind of like, why are we going down (laughs) that road? Can I just go in the corner? You know? Yes and no. Like if it's if it's somebody that clearly religion means something to them, I'll, I'll I'll indulge, because I know, you know, I've been in that world, I've been in that space, I've been somebody that religion meant something to me, it meant a lot to me, um, and so I try not to, and also I'm a I'm a recovering people pleaser, so I also try not to disappoint people, and like, you know, if they're really talking excitedly or passionately about it, I'm like yeah yeah yeah, you know, it's important to. And I kind of just repeat whatever they just said. Um, but if it's somebody I feel I can be real with, then I'm, you know, like my friends all know. You know they all know I'm an atheist. Um, uh, or at least my close friends. Like, I don't make it a big deal in terms of, like, my social profile or anything like that. But, but if it comes up, you'll tell. Yeah, I'll tell whoever that. Um, but, yeah, if it's, like, you know, professionally or, you know, because I coach basketball at school, so I'm talking to administrators or anything like that. Um, or if, you know, I'm talking to, you know, just someone that I don't really know like that, but clearly it means something to them, then, you know, I'll just let it rock because, like, I don't... It's, I just feel like being, a, like, atheists have this kind of reputation where they're, like, they have to tell you or, like, they have to combat your views or they have to... I don't really care to. The only people I do that with is one of my friends, my man Ish. I don't, I don't know if you'll ever listen <laughs> hey to this. Ish. But uh, yeah, me and him go back and forth with each other just only because we like to intellectually spar. But, you know, people I don't know like that or like, you know, even friends who clearly it means something to them, you know, I'll, I'll indulge simply because, you know, it, it, it means something to them. And, you know, if it, if it ain't going to kill me, I, I can in, in, indulge, you know. I can say like, or just not make a huge deal out of it. Like even if I do disagree with something that they're saying, as long as it's not, you know, harmful to myself or somebody that's in the room that's clearly scared to say something, then yeah, I just I just won't make a big big deal out of it. Ish practices a particular religion. Yes, he does. Okay, so you guys spar or whatever, but in general, but is there anybody else that you've told that they weren't in agreement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I, you know, my super close friend group, um, you know, uh, I want to say two of them are like super religious, um, and me and a couple, and me and one other are definitely not, and two and the other two they just you know they don't really talk about religion like that, but clearly they observe some sort of God, um, and yeah, we all you know we all agree or disagree on certain topics, because like even the ones who are religious. They understand that, you know, how it's being used to govern societies and civilizations and structure society. And so, yeah, they understand that. 
a lot of it is man-made and not, you know, given to us from on high. But, uh, you know, they still practice their religion and they still go about it the way they see fit. And I don't have a problem with that at all. You know, they're still my best, dearest friends. Love them, kill for them, steal for them, die for them. And they would do the same for me. Um, but, you know, we don't let that, you know, cause a friction in our relationship. Just because, and I think it's also the generation that we've grown up in where we're t- more tolerant of views and people in general. That's true. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned that you have a son. Um, is there any uh, apprehension or if he does grow up one day to, like, confess or I mean, or profess to a certain religion, how do you mm-hmm. feel about that? Um, I, I, My goal is to provide him with all information available about whatever he wants to learn. If he has an interest or a topic, I want to dive into it with him um, and let him make his own decisions because... You won't try to, you know, influence no. his decision? No. Because if he come in here Bible-toting, mm-hmm. hey, Dad, look at this, what I yeah. learned, and can you come with me to such and such place yeah. and service and all of that, yeah. you won't at some point... No, I, 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 if if he is passionate about it and interested in it and wants to learn about it or participate in it, I'll tell him, you know, when he gets older, of course, I'll tell him my views and everything. Um, but, you know, I will let him make his own decisions because I think making your own decision as a child and as a teenager and as a young adult is something that we have progressively gotten better at through in parenting because, you know, back in our parents' days or even their parents' days, you was gonna go to church, period. Right. You was gonna like it, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't no, no questions it wasn't no question like I wasn't yeah. asking you and you know, I'm not even telling you for real. I'm right. just letting you know like that's what you're going to do. Yeah. Like that is what's happening. Um and then, you know, our generation it got a little more lax and then, you know, this upcoming generation is gonna be even more lax than that. Um in terms of like so this is something you have to do. You know, giving more choice and letting your kids experience things for their own instead of you indoctrinating them in something, I think is the shift that we're making in parenting. Maybe it might stay, maybe it might not, but, um, you know, that's what I want for my son. So, you know. Does he ask any questions about religion now? Um, Not really. He talks about praying because, you know, his mom and, you know, my mother and uh, my uh, my sister, his aunt, you know, they're always, you know, reinforcing prayer with him and things like that. Um, and so, you know, I let it slide. <laughs> uh, not, not slide. I don't want to say slide. But you know, does that I really it, bother you? Seriously. It bothers me only on the premise that he's so young. And that that's how I, I and I know they don't have an ill will about quote unquote indoctrinating him, but that's how indoctrination happens through, you know, even constant positive reinforcement of like, oh, you know, say your prayers at night and pray for everybody to be safe and pray for everybody to have a good day. And those, those are nice, good things. And so as you're a kid, when you're a kid, you're saying like, you know, I'm praying for nice, good things to happen. So this seems like a nice and good, you know, way of conducting yourself. Um, so clearly there's nothing bad about it, but you don't realize that like you're being indoctrinated to a thousand, hundreds of thousand, or excuse me, not hundreds, tens of thousand years old religion. <laughs> and so, um, and so, you know, that's, that's probably my only issue with it. But, you know, as he gets older 
and as she starts to ask more questions, I'll just be truthful and honest with him. And I feel like that's the way to present the information to him that will allow him to make his own decisions. Okay. I guess you got every answer coming from a, a future politician. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes me wonder, <laughs> is that also influencing, you know, this uh, new... Or, you know, you being an atheist, is mm-hmm. it also some type of um, strategic, you know, strategy? Strategic? No, not at all. You know? Because I promise you, <laughs> I could I mean, see I my future know. in politics going way better if I was Christian. <laughs> right. And I, and I know that, you know, our world is founded on that. Yeah. But I was just wondering if, too, like, if you were to, I don't know, somehow, is it possibly influenced by that as well? That um, you can know, you yeah. can also push your uh, legislation and what you want if you weren't. So. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I don't think it does because I mean, like I said, I think I probably do better in politics if I was religious. But um, no, it's just it's just the things that I've learned, um, my own experience with the religion and just observing religion, not just Christianity in general. So how do you plan to combat that? If it's gonna be a difficult route in your, you know, oh. not being, oh, how plan a combat? I mean, I, you know, when eventually, you know, and this is an if, <laughs> even if and eventually, if I get into politics, um, uh, all I can do is present myself, who I am, and what I want to see done for people, and you know, I hope that that message will resonate with people who are religious and people who are not religious. And I'll be judged on the things that I would like to do for my community and the things that I, you know, wind up do or not doing for my community, doing or not doing for my community, and hopefully just be judged on that. I don't plan to fight back against any sort of, you know, I guess, uh, derogatory views of me because I'm not religious. I, you know, I can't, I can't make those people happy because I'm just not religious, so... Anything short of, you know, being a Christian or being whatever else is going to disappoint them. Uh, But I hope that, you know, they don't view me through that lens. I hope that they just view me um, or that they evaluate me because they can feel however they feel. I hope that they evaluate me based on um, the person that I am, the person that I claim to be. If if, if those two things square up, Mm. if the person that I claim to be is the person that I am. And, um, um you know, my views and my vision for how I think we can move our community forward. Okay. Okay, so just a few last questions left. Sure. We almost out the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, what do you hope to gain by sharing your story? And why did you say yes to sharing your story now? Because, you know, mama don't know. Alright. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is a way for me to t- even just now talking through my thoughts, helping me explain them better um, and, you know, being ready to, or helping me get ready to explain it to my mother. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I can use some of what I said. Yeah, or <laughs> just let her listen to this recording and there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably make sure I'm out of the country while that happens. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, and, you know, a very nice person asked me, and so I said yes. Uh. Y'all knew that was coming, but, um, <laughs> okay, so are you open? I know, like, um, generations now like to say that um, it's more so now a shift to more relationship rather than religion. Yes. 
So do you believe that that could ever happen to you? Not, again, pushing any agenda, but mm-hmm. do you think that's possible at some point in life? I don't like to rule out anything. And I one thing about life is it's unexpected. So possibly. I don't I don't think so. But again, I don't I don't know because life is funny like that where you know what you feel like you would never do or would could not be a possibility suddenly does become a possibility. Um and so I wouldn't rule anything out, but I would probably say it's very unlikely. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not ruling anything out cuz you know life is funny like that. Um are you how would you feel being open to somebody who professes to a particular religion? Like how do you plan to handle that if your mate your wife mm-hmm. down the line if she is Christian, Muslim, yeah. you know, Buddhist, any of the above or something else? Yeah, no, um I I don't know. I can pretend like I do know. I don't know. Mm. Um, you know, I would what I would like to say is that I would be supportive of it, you know, so long as what they're espousing and what they believe I don't, you know, I is not harmful to communities or groups. Um and it's a really a personal relationship for them. It's a personal thing for them. Then yeah, I would support it because, you know, that's who they are. That's a part of them and you know, you can't change that. Um and you know, I would just have to hope that it would never come to a point where how I view the world and how they view the world is so out of line that we just wouldn't be able to work out anymore. And so I would hope that, you know, we get off that through that, through dating or, you know, just talking uh, about life and religion, their views and all that. Um, but, but yeah, so I say all that to say, I don't know, <laughs> but that's how I would pop, I would potentially handle it. Okay. That's an honest answer. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to say on the topic? Anything else? You gave us a lot of stuff to chew on and, you know, yeah. You know, it's very honest answers, and you know, I appreciate that. Pre- appreciate that. Appreciate you coming to the show and just sharing your story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the only thing I would leave, I would just make sure for anybody listening, like you know, my view is not like anti. So, <laughs> my view theoretically is anti-religion. This is like, you know, I think society would be better had we not had to fight wars, have genocides, and starvation of peoples and just suffering in general because of the leaders of organized religion um however interpersonally on a day-to-day basis and locally and communally i think that religion can be a beautiful source of teaching and you know uh, instill a lot of pride and respect and dignity into people um that you know that I will confess has a net positive on society. Um, and so that's that's my view. And so theoretically, I'm anti-religion. But on a personal, local, community level, you know, I do think it can be a beautiful thing. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming to the show. We'll be right back.
thank you, Greg, for joining me on the Soul and Substance podcast. And thank you so much for entrusting me with your story and so many of us who are listening to it. Thank you so much for being vulnerable and transparent. We appreciate you. Um, Y'all, please give it up to Greg for being, again, so open and honest. So here's a little bit of um, my takeaway. Um, I do not regret speaking to Greg. Um, this conversation was well needed. Um, and I'm glad I took the opportunity to allow him to share what he was coming to the table with. Um, when I look back on the day that he disclosed that he was an atheist with me, and I'll spare the real intimate details of that day, but um, I could tell then that um, there was this immense fear over the phone um, because he was on the brink of saying something. And you know, it could have been, I can't speak for him, but it could have been that he knew I was a believer and the possibility of me judging him, ostracizing him, whatever, um, may have come into play and why he sounds so um, fearful over the phone. But um, I say all that to say that if you share the same beliefs as Greg, or you observe a particular religion, or or you believe in something, you just don't practice it regularly, I hope that this episode helps you to understand that we're all different, that we should respect each other's beliefs, whether you agree with them or not. Um, many of you may be thinking, Nicole, how do you respond to Greg's stance? How did you truly feel about that day uh, when he disclosed with you that he was an atheist? Um, and to be honest, full transparency my opinion does not matter. Um, only because, um, you know, it was an opportunity for him to share what he was coming with. And I just, I really wanted to hear, really wanted to hear how um, someone thinks, someone else views the world and views religion. So, um, I'm very grateful that he took the opportunity to um, speak to me, speak to um, all who are listening, and just share his story and his viewpoint. Um, obviously, I'm on this other side of his views, but I do not regret um, having this conversation. And I implore all of you, under the sound of my voice, that you just be more understanding of others and their opinions and what they choose to believe that's all that that's all that truly matters and what we should pay attention to so with that i leave you with this question will we allow beliefs to separate us i love you and i mean it peace soul and substance was produced by nicole ebanks the soul and substance theme song was produced by lawrence ebanks if you would like to ask for advice or leave comments, send an email to soulandsubstance25 at gmail.com. For blog posts, visit soulandsub.wordpress.com and follow us on Instagram at soul.n.substance. That's S-O-U-L dot N dot S-U-B-S-T-A-N-C-E.